World's on fire. Our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know what, why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. Hey, pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It is time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, we have passed the salt. Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass but we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed on this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. I gotta ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a Coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. Hey, good morning. Sorry for the late start here. <laughs> My email, my phone's blowing up. Hey, is there a show this morning? Hey, is there a show this morning? <laughs> we, had, we had a few technical difficulties here on the down in the home base down there out in Guatemala in our uh, in our secret hideaway from which we broadcast. And we, uh, we finally got it fixed. We're up and we're streaming. We didn't want to start before the whole world could watch exactly what was going on. So uh, thanks to Jared and the crew down there. And what did I say? Guatemala, is that where it is? Or someplace out, out far flung, flung uh, resources of the world. This is show number 1,854. And every time I say that, I can't, it, it's, it's amazing to me. I, look, I got to give you this story. This, this is a great one. We had a great weekend. I'm going to get into all that. I wore my seat. I went golfing yesterday. Yes, I did. I'm sorry. I, I deserved a round of golf after, although I don't even know if that's enjoyable anymore. There's nothing that'll make you cuss more than playing golf. Anyway, uh, I, I show, I show up at this beautiful golf course and, Go in there and pay my money. I walk in and I'm dressed pretty much like this if I have a Jesus visor on. <clears throat> and young guy behind it uh, taking the money, I go in there and he, he looks at me, looks at the CIA shirt. That's what it says, Central Intelligence Agency, United States of America. And uh, he looks looks at my shirt and he looks at my cross hat. Then uh, he said, uh, are you the CIA, sir? And I said, well... If I was, I wouldn't be allowed to tell you. I said, uh, I started with the FBI. I can tell you that. But I can't tell you whether whether I'm with the CIA or not. And he reached out his hand. He says, sir, thank you for your service. (laughs) So then I went into the dude, what are you talking about? So that's the most wicked organization in the world. CIA is the most wicked, followed only by the FBI. So I got about five minutes to spew all over the, the clubhouse in there exactly what was going on. They were probably glad to shove me out the door, but I was proud. Sir, thank you for your service. I think, dude, they're spying on you right now. They know what color underwear you're wearing. Thank you for your service. Hey, I want to show you real quickly before we get rolling here. Uh, we redid the, uh, um, Irish the video. So two minutes. Help us make this go viral. All right. Help help us make this go viral. Shoot that thing out there. Two minutes. Dave Allison, star of the show. Here we go. Can't hear it. Here we go. One, two, three, go. Where is the bottom? Jesus, I'll sing it up, Jesus. Sing and shout. 
get this thing out there because that, that, that plays off the scripture of the Paul and Silas when they're in jail they sang what happened when they sang worship the Lord chains fell off the get doors blew open we're believing that we're believing that for the J6s as well let me give you a real quick a recap and then some heads up of some things and we're going we're to dive into it here real quickly um we had a great weekend if I start thanking all the people, if I start thinking like Clay and I start thinking like Linda and I start thinking like Michelle and start thinking, if I, if I start th- thanking people, I, I'm just, I'll just never get beyond it, right? Thanks to all of you who came. And again, I was blown away that, uh, I don't know, majority, if that's the right word, Clay, a majority of people in that room were, were Coach Dave Livers, uh, for, for sure. We had probably, I don't know, 100 in the room. I never I haven't looked at the final to- totals. But we had... Uh, 150 or so from live streaming. Now, look, we're going to make that live streaming available to all of you, okay? Look, here's what, this, this isn't much to ask, right? Can you purchase a live stream, 20 bucks, 19 bucks, and then you can have it, and you can share it with everybody, okay? Because look, friends, Tom Renz, I, I, told, I told Michelle this last night before I went to bed. I've been to a lot of these things. I've been a part of a lot of them. Brought in Tom Renz to talk about legal aspects of it. We brought in uh, Ivan to talk about what's going on in D.C. We talked about Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, Dr. Kerry Made. We brought in the resistance chicks, all of them with a specific thing to talk about. And I cannot tell you how it was throughout every presentation, the gospel of the kingdom of God was the central focus of every one of them. In fact, as I was watching some of them, I'm thinking, when are you going to stop talking about the gospel and talk about medicine? When are you going to stop talking about the gospel and stop talking about legalities? When are you going But it, it was, I'm telling you, friends, I'm telling you, it was really, really, it was really something. If you didn't get a chance to see it, I'm not trying to tempt you, not trying to do anything, I would give everybody the a live stream free, but it's not fair to those who paid to see it. It's not fair. So you're still going to be able, Jared and those guys are tightening it all up and everything. The live stream is still going to be available. And here's what I suggest you do. I, I, it's up to you. If you want to get you, you want to do something, then invite people to come to your home and do a home Bible study. Start with two people, start with three people and take one of those presentations and watch it. That's one week. You have five weeks maybe six weeks, depending on how you do it, of presentations that you could have right in your own home to rescue those out of those cold, dead churches. You with me? 
And all we're asking you to do is kick in 19, whatever it is, 1995 and purchase it. And then you can have it and you can share it with whoever you want to share it with. But it's not fair for me, us to give it to you free when other people paid for it. That's two cups of coffee at Starbucks. It isn't even that, Joseph. It isn't even that. So uh, this is going to be, it's not up there yet because Jared and the guys are working to get it all tightened up and all that kind of stuff. But you will have everything that, you, that we saw, you, you'll have access to. Again, what is really unbelievable to me is the fellowship that goes on. Now, Tom Dunn is having an event this week. Uh, and folks, if he, I'm t- just telling you, you can come, you can play, bring earplugs. You don't even have to listen to the, you don't even have to listen if you don't want. The fellowship, that, that was the thing that uh, the people came up and, oh, Coach Dave, you know, I'm not, I'm secure in who I am. I appreciate compliments, but they make me uncomfortable. But to come up and hear people say of how blessed they were by it, just it, it done my heart good. And we're talking about people, most of us who are isolated. That's right. We're isolated. And when we get in a room, you can go to your church and you're you're isolated at your church. Will somebody say amen? Yeah. When you go to church, what's going on in the culture is the elephant in the room that no one will talk about. You don't even know if you're allowed to talk about it. Ooh, and so yet amen. these people show up on, on uh, Friday and Saturday in a room with a hundred and some people. And my God, they're allowed to talk about all this stuff. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's amazing. Right? It's amazing. It just is amazing. So I would I would just encourage all of you. Go to just go to Coach Dave Live there and sign up for that live stream, and we'll have it all set up. And we send you a code. And like I said, I don't care who you, I don't care who you share it with. I don't care. I don't care if you give that code to ten other people. I don't care. I don't care. Got to get the information out. Tom Renz was unbelievable. And and, and again, the depth, of, the spiritual depth of Tom Renz from where I first knew him was was was, was fabulous. It was fabulous. All of them. Ken Penny, all she did was preach. In fact, we put in the we put in the chat here this morning uh, a, a Substack that uh, that Sherry just wrote today. It just came out uh, maybe yesterday. It was posted yesterday. Doctor Ten Penny walking with God. Because friends, here's the reality of it. Okay, here's where we are. We heard from Doctor Ten Penny. We heard from Carrie Made. We've heard from I. Look, if you have taken the jab, there are going to be consequences for it. Remember, we've talked about this before. God's grace cancels the punishment of sin, not the consequences. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't pray and God supernaturally heal you. I'm not talking about that. But it makes people very, very uncomfortable to hear Dr. Sherry Tenpenny or Dr. Carrie Made to stand in front of you and say, I'm sorry, if you've taken the jab, you have altered your DNA. And there isn't anything apart from a miracle of God that you can do about it. Nobody wants to hear that, friends, but that's the reality of it. Now, that doesn't cancel the power of prayer. Certainly, we can pray that God will intervene. Certainly, we can. But without the supernatural intervention of God, there are millions of people, millions of people who are going to have uh, consequences of this for the rest of their lives and maybe pass it to their children through the genome, right? Y'all with me? Y'all with me? So no matter where we are, We are called to speak the truth. That's my job, to tell the truth. My job is not to make you feel better. My job is to tell you the truth. And then once I tell you the truth, then do everything I can to try to help you feel better about the truth. Do you you, you see it? And folks, we're not doing doing that churches. I salute Pastor Brian, who opened up that church 
and let us do it in that, in that we're going to do another event down there. I mean, he, we, yes, we rented it, but he didn't give me a price. We gave him money for letting us use that facility. Yes, we did. I'd rather do that than give it to, to Holiday Inn. Got to rent a building someplace. Churches won't even open their damn doors and let people in to speak the truth. That's why we've, we have to become infiltrators. We have to get in there and do that. So I got up on the screen right now is Tenpenny's, uh, uh, what they call Substack. And it's really, really good. Dr. Tenpenny is really, Sherry, I know you're not listening. She is really growing in her faith, deeper and deeper and deeper in her faith as she sees exactly what it is that's going on. Um, well, listen today, on my Brideon show, I'm having on Dr. Charles Thurston, Chuck Thurston. He and I go way back, way back. I mean, we did the terrestrial radio. He was a, He's an emergency. He, he always called himself an emergency room doctor who reads his Bible way too much. He's, he's a fascinating guy. He, I, he called me this weekend. He didn't even know how to show. He has been spending, he's from Ohio. He's been spending the last two years going into hospitals and rescuing patients. That's what he's done. And today on Brighton on TV, he's going to join us. Folks, he's going to tell you what's going on in the hospitals. He is a whistleblower. He's going to call it out for exactly what's going on, why it's going on, how they're making money off of it, how the whole system works. That's going to be on a Friday on show at a, at uh, eleven o'clock today. Let me see. Uh, I did that? Did that? I did that? I did that? Tom Dunn, don't forget that this this weekend coming up. It'd be good to see some of you folks again. Thanks to everybody who got involved. Go purchase the live stream, please. Go purchase the live stream. Jonathan, does Jared have any idea when that will be available? I know that you, you probably off the top of your head don't know. It's ready to go? So anybody right now who has purchased the live stream should be able to, to, uh, to, go, to go watch. And friends, you'll own it. Okay, you'll own it. And uh, it, um, good, thank you. So I'm going to, when the show's over, I'm going to go to our donate page and I'm going to see how many of you purchased it today for nineteen for nineteen ninety nine whatever it is there it is cool I know where I'm going today but I got to figure out how I'm going to get there uh, I'm going to let Myra come in here real quickly go ahead Myra hang on hang on as, as Myra's coming in I'm going to I'm going to do a segment right now if somebody wants to somebody wants to come in and comment about what about this weekend I'm going to let you come in right now for about uh, five or 10 minutes, and then I'm going to go to something else that I think is equally critical, okay? Go ahead, Myra. Yes, Coach, it's about um, our weekend. I just give praises to the Lord. It was delightful. And uh, the truth and the love of God was spoken. Nehemiah 1, 2 to 3, God is jealous, and the Lord revengeth. The Lord revengeth and is furious. The Lord Mm -hmm. will take Vengeance on his adversaries. And he reserveth wrath for his enemies. The Lord is slow to anger and great in power and will not at all acquit the wicked. The Lord have his way in the whirlwind and in the storm and in the crowds are the dust of his feet. Hallelujah. Amen. The Lord will not acquit the wicked. He will not acquit the wicked. Amen. uh, Betty, come on, and then Julie. Yes, I just want to say what a wonderful weekend it was. 
just meeting the people that you see on the um, site here and never meeting them and then getting to meet them the first time. I tell you what, I could have stayed there 24 hours straight fellowshipping with everybody because it's, it's nice. It's I love the speakers and all, but it takes away sometimes from the um, fellowship. And sometimes I, I think someday I'm going to have an event where we just have people come. A hundred people come to my house, and we just sit and put tables outside in the backyard and just talk. Well, that's what our that's what our annual is going to be in June, Betty. So, amen, amen. I'm with you, Julie. Yeah, thank you so much, Coach, for putting this together. And I know that other people. I don't know the names, but I I agree with Betty. But uh, I learned so much on top of what the, the you know the speakers were because of each individual person that came. I learned something new and I was just like, wow. And I was writing stuff down and getting, you know, info. And it was just amazing time. God. So that's why, folks, that's why it'd be worth $19.99 to get the video and take notes. <laughs> take notes. Go back and break down every one of those things. It's, it's powerful. Thank you, Julie. Mel, come in then, Dave. Yeah, what a great weekend. And I have to agree with Betty. The fellowship really was my favorite part. And, you know, at the end, too, when we all went up front and oh. I had an opportunity to pray for a, a young lady, really quiet. She had sat in the back the whole time. I had noticed her, but, um, you know, she was really dealing with the spirit of fear. And um, I just um, it was just really an amazing, amazing weekend. And and um, it was an opportunity and a real blessing to, to pray for that young woman. And and Mel took a bunch of uh, steak, steak bags to, to hand out to people. We tried to explain real quick what I meant by staking. You got rid of them all, didn't you, Mel? How many were there? I don't know how many I brought, but probably about 50 or so. So I think a lot of people walked away from those. And the reason that we do that is because it's a great action to take. I mean, we're the Liberty Action Network, and you can take one of those staking kits home and do that action like on the very day. So um, it was it was great fun. Amen. Bless you. Bless you, Mel. Uh, Dave Allison. Yeah, good morning, everyone. Yeah, it, it was a great weekend. Real blessing. Congratulations to Clay for that baptism. That was a great um, opportunity. Um, yeah, the speakers were fantastic. Something was said. I know there's a lot of folks from Ohio on this call. Something was said at the conference that I think went over everyone's head, but to me, it really hit home. In Michigan, uh, they changed the Constitution that a woman's right to abort has to be protected. It's a law. So now that changes the whole atmosphere here, right? You, and, and, and we're trying to figure out what it means. But what was brought out is when you take public office and you swear allegiance to the Constitution as a Christian, oh. you now have to swear that you will protect a woman's right to abort her child right up to uh, the time of birth, and I think the boom, So yeah, so uh, Paul, you know, thanks for tell uh, uh, or say thanks for uh, accentuating that. So folks, they're changing, and they use the machines. Don't kid yourself. They got legislation on the ballot, and they use the machines to pass it through. And I know the same things coming up in Ohio. So be aware, this is really important stuff. So Amen. thanks for letting me share. Great weekend. Thanks, Dave. Look, folks, that line is getting broader and broader. It's got is so good because it's going to be that line is going to be so broad that you that you know you got to get on one side or the other. 
you know. So I thank God that he's that he's hammering that truth home. Clay, come on, and then Jack. Well, a lot of great things happen when you get this many people that are born again, witnesses of Christ together. And I and it was great to see everybody. And there was a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes where the Holy Spirit was working. And I just, you know, don't want to go into details about all that. But I can tell you, I witnessed the Holy Spirit working through a lot of people this weekend. It was awesome. Amen. Amen. Thanks to Bobby Lee for all he did. Thanks, Bobby Lee. We don't know the afterglow, folks. We don't understand the afterglow and what's going to happen as a result of it. I'm telling you, it was powerful. Jack, come on in then, Joe. I'm so grateful that you did that live stream thing. I got to listen to Friday night, almost the whole thing, driving up 95, and I was about to leap out of the car. But it was great. Thanks for doing that. I can't wait to hear the rest of it. Amen. Jack, it's the same thing. We need to go back, folks. It'd be, it'd be good for you, really. Turn off uh, Tucker. Turn off something else. And sit down and make some notes. Listen to Tom Renz and, what, and take some notes of what's going on. Because, listen. We've not yet begun to fight, baby. Huh? This is this is <laughs> this is all good, baby. It's all good. Joe Allen, come on, then Paul. Mm. You know we can give praise to Coach, but there's a lot of praise for the people that attended and also the volunteers there. Yes, sir. But yes, sir. Carol and I were watching this. We were watching the Grayheads. We have yes. a fear. We don't have young and. Men and women coming. Joe, we had more, we had more this time than what I've seen. We did have more. I agree with Tom you. Tom is not on our side. Share this to, with young people. This live stream. Yeah, because hey, folks, can't tell you what. Wow, this is a whole other story. The church has missed. The church has missed the point. If the church was speaking the truth now, the churches would be full. They've got it just backwards. They don't understand it. They've got it just backwards. I'm just telling you, people people know something's wrong, and they look at Christianity and they think, "Geez, can't be too bad." These folks aren't upset, hmm? and so then it makes a guy like me look like a freak because I'm hammering, hammering against it. And they go, they go to church, they don't hear anything about it. Huh? Must not coach must be crazy, right? Right? Got Lord separating the Michelle would say the the sheep from the sheep. Paul come in and Kathleen. Coach, again, it's about uh, life. I'd said it when I was there. I didn't have to say too much. I met my hero, though, John Allen. Um, he signed a book. Um, I gave him a hug. He's my hero. I John wish Brockoff? He was... Yes, I wish he was on, uh, on stage because, Coach, this is about life. And they don't – they get their power from, you know, the 60 million babies they're killing every year. Still killing them. Yeah, but coach, this is this is powers and principalities we're fighting. I said it, you know, med- medicine isn't about health, and the current legal system isn't about justice. And if we keep working in these systems, hey Reggie, chime in on me with this. We keep working in these systems, it's, it's just gonna fail, coach. They're gonna so, have- so here's what I would say, Paul, that everybody who spoke Friday, uh, Friday and Saturday pointed out it was a spiritual war. Wasn't a Republican war, wasn't a Democrat war. It's a spiritual war. And if we don't come to the realization it's a spiritual war, we're not going to win this war. Amen. Yep. I think I think that was I think that was very clear. Kathleen. Thanks, Coach. Um I attended the um 
the event online from start to finish, and I was blown away. It, it was awesome. It was completely Holy Spirit filled. Yes. Every speaker was beyond amazing. I was just like, um, and just the, the Holy Spirit presence there um, was very potent. We were hooting and hollering here <laughs> a Amen. lot of the time. And, um, I would just say, you know, 20 bucks, um, every, everybody here that's listening and everybody that does listen should get this thing and share it. Um, it was an amazing event, and I thank God for it. Bless you, Kathleen. Thanks for the thanks for the promotion there on that commercial. I, I can't look. I can't emphasize it to you enough, either, friends. This is a great opportunity for you to share the stuff that you've been telling people. Can, do you understand this? <clears throat> that some of them don't want to give in to you because they just don't want to give in to you. Their pride for too long has been. Well, I, you know, Betty's been telling me you know, they're just not going to give in because they don't want to give in. But if you give them the opportunity in the privacy of their own home to look at this thing, maybe eyes will be opened. And if we do not recapture this thing called the church, and this is going to be our finest hour, though. We are we are going to recapture it. Craig, come on in. Well, you know, Coach, you said a lot of people help, but I'd like to give a special acknowledgement to Bobby Lee because there's a yes. lot of work, background work, and I think he should be uh, recognized for that. Amen. Amen. Bob, I always rec- try to recognize Bobby. Bobby's a Bobby's a nose guard man. He's just in there doing his digging, as we used to say, digging holes, planting poles, and stringing the wire. And I appreciate appreciate all. Listen, I predict the truth is, if you were volunteering or you were helping, we couldn't have done it without you. And understand that you don't need my applause. You need the applause of two nail scarred hands. And at the end of the day, when you're done, you know that you served the Lord. That should be gratification enough. Because if we get to the point where you have to go around and get my approval and my pat on the back, then we, right? I appreciate everybody that did everything. Hey, Jared, Spencer, it keeps coming up. How do they register? Some I've seen several comments here. How do I purchase the red stream? So, Jonathan, it's on the screen right now, right, Jonathan? I mean, I'm, I'm looking at it. Medical, just, just, okay. 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 All right. John, Jonathan's talking to me. You guys can't hear. I'm sorry, folks. So we're going to make it look. Yeah, we really can hear. Easy. Give you a link. You click on the thing. You pay $19, and then we send you a code. And that code makes it easy for you then to – that's how you get it. You go there, and you get, put in a code, in, and then you got it. Okay? So it's up on the screen right now. Uh if you're having trouble, let me know. We'll, we'll get together on. I don't want to. I don't want to spend all the time on this. Is really the as somebody said. I, I went to my wife and I went to uh, Arby's on the way home. I got a Jamoka shake, which is like six bucks. No, I shouldn't have had it, and whatever. I spent twenty, but I didn't. Uh, Tammy Evans bought my breakfast, my dinner, whatever that was. So I bet she spent twenty bucks at Arby's. This is life changing stuff. Judah, come in. Obviously, great weekend, and thank you. I uh, a little feedback. I had sent obviously the links to uh, a couple of friends that uh, have been kind of stubborn to listening to me based on some stances I took uh, a year or so ago. And you know, what? like you said, secretly, what they do—they watched it this weekend. They wanted to see what was going on. You know what? It is their younger crowd. They're in their twenties and thirties. And yes. uh, you know what was interesting? He sent me a message, and he, yeah, I saw him on Sunday. He said, oh, my 
God, that was fire. <laughs> that was absolute fire. He's like, I don't know why I didn't see it sooner. He's Amen. just like, it woke, it, it shook him awake. So you guys can't underestimate the power you have via, you know, even Ivan said it, technology. You might be able to print something off and give something something hand to hand. If you printed something off and said, here, you need to go watch this testimony. Just take print, print off the Coach Dave links and text them the link and say, hey, I'm telling you what, brother, you need to go watch this. This is Amen. if you if you're gonna go to your church and get a sermon and you're gonna go get a CD, you're gonna do whatever. Dude, the value that this 20 bucks has, you know what? Buy, you know what? Here's what you do. You buy it for yourself and you give it away to people. Give them access to it. That's right. Hey, you know what? Here, brother, you need to listen to this. Here's a free link. I paid for it for you. Go check yes. it out. It's Amen. absolutely incredible. Amen. Amen. Get it and share it with, purchase it and share it with 20 people. It cost you a buck. Cost you a buck to share with one of your friends. Share with 100 people. Cost you five cents to whatever. I can't do any math. Thanks, Judd. Thanks for saying. Uh, Judd's the one that was able to help us get right, Ivan there. Ivan, I, I, it's, it's, <clears throat> I, gave, I, I give people honorariums that speak. I think I told you guys that. I can never pay them what they're worth. And, you know, I had three of them say, I don't want anything. Oh, I don't want anything. So share a 10 penny. You don't want anything. What are you talking about? You don't want anything. You gave us all this time. Thank God to Gary Pierce who drove her down, drove her back. You don't want anything. These are the kind of people where Tom, Tom Renz, attorney Tom Renz. He, he, he drove all the way. He drove three hours down. <clears throat> he made a two hour presentation, hung around for another hour and drove back home the same night. Cause he had to fly out from Detroit the next morning. And what do you say to me, Coach? I wasn't expecting anything. What do you? What do you? What the hell? What do you do? What do you do? Workmen's worthy of his wages. We gave them stuff, but this is how we multiply their work by sharing it with others. Uh, says producer, did you want to come in, producer? No, he just got it up there. Okay, cool. All right, now I want I want to move on because I got to show you. Uh, it's all good. I it is just is great. And don't miss Tom Dunn this weekend. We're looking forward to that one. Uh, I want to show you something that I think is really, really important that we, that we begin to understand, okay? There's two teams in this thing. We all know this. We know this battle is a Luciferian battle. We know it's a battle against Lucifer and a battle against uh, good and evil. We know that. Hey, by the way, quickly, my wa- hey, Rodney, if you want to go to breakfast, you got to text me. because Otherwise, my wife's going to cook for Steve Deck. I just, got, I just felt that one, Okay. The divide and conquer strategy, divide and conquer strategy. Friends, I I came across something today that blew my mind, blew my mind. I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. I got how much time? I got uh, 20 minutes. I'm going to try to uh, expose this to you, expose this to you. Uh, Pull up the first thing, uh, drag protest, drag protest. I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to, all I want to show you is the language that the mainstream media is using. Okay, look, an Ohio church was set to hold a drag story hour and it was vandalized. This is out of the Cleveland Plain Dealer, okay? So they're gonna do a drag queen story. Now, I want you to, I want you to watch here, man. Watch, watch this. This is the media, okay? The, right there, freeze it. The Proud Boys, an all-male neo-fascist organization, 
And it sold out drag brunch. So in other words, it was such a good thing it was sold out. And these neo-Nazi fascist guys show up, right? Going down, I'm going to show you just a couple other words that these guys show up. Uh, Meg Carver, social, this lady, Megan Carver, head of social justice and outreach at this church. <laughs> head of social justice. She says, young people, trans people, closeted people, anyone suffering from ongoing oppression that there are people out there who still will do hard things for them. Every time someone tries to scare us back into the closet, it's a reminder of what we do, yada, yada. Going down, the incident follows a violent protests at Drag Queen Story Hour and what? See, they got look, these neo-Nazis. Clashed with LGBT. No, 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 no. The LGBTQ people clashed with the neo-Nazis. See, it's all a matter of how you form it, isn't it? All a matter of how you form it. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the media is not on our side. The media is divide and conquer. The homos are the good guys. Anybody opposes it are neo-Nazis and fascists and you with me? And sadly, the church buys into it because the church says, oh, those proud boys, oh, proud, pride, oh, that cometh before a fall. They're certainly proud of being white. And they don't even know what the proud boys are proud of, nor are they even interested in. And I don't know if you know this or not, the proud boys are about the gospel. They're not ashamed of the gospel. Amen. And in America today, we're proud of what we ought to be ashamed of, and we're ashamed of what we ought to be proud of. Got it backwards. Okay, hang on, get that off. I just wanted to show you the the language that the media is using to condition us, okay? All throughout this thing. Proud boys, bad. Homos, good. People want to molest children, good. Speaking out against it, bigots. Get it? Get it? This is the narrative. This is why you're having so much trouble spreading the truth to your friends. They're hearing this stuff 24-7. Next thing. This blew me away. Blew me away. Number, uh, hang on. Go to number two, Jonathan. How many races are there? I'm going to show you, folks, that racism is the ultimate divide and conquer being used right now. I'm going to show you this right now. Answers. How many races are there, I asked today? How many races? Because we hear about racism and racism and racism. You're racist. Uh, One. One. (laughs) There's one race, the human race. Stay with me. The human race refers to species Homo sapiens, otherwise known as humans. And although we are in different shapes, colors, and sizes, we are all the same race and species. Officially, there are currently five races, Congoid, Capoid, Mongoloid, Coscoid, and Australioid. Congoids are the most of sub-Saharan Africa. Capoids are from South Africa. Mongoloid is uh, Chinese. Caucasoid encompasses Europeans. Australoids, got it? You with me? This is a, this is, the, uh, uh, I don't know. Okay, okay, so the 19th century theories of racial superiority held that there are two main racial groups, the light-skinned people and the black. See, that's a modern creation, right? It's a modern creation. This is the view of the human race that fell from favor in the aftermath of World War II. That's why they hated Hitler, what they called Nazism, yada, yada, yada. Okay, good. Don't need to know anybody. How many races are there? How many races are there? One. (laughs) One human race. One. Now, they're ethnicities, right? They're ethnic groups, and Italian, German, 
Spanish, ethnic groups. But I looked up ethnic in Mr. Webster, which is number three. And what did I find out about Mr. Webster? Ethnic, ethnic, huh? Heathen. Ah, that's what it says. Heathen, pagan, pertaining to the Gentiles or nations, not converted to Christianity. Opposed to Jewish and Christianity. Anybody opposed to Judaism or Christianity is a heathen, according to Webster. Is that something? Did you know that? Huh? Wow, 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 wow. So then I thought, go to number four. Go to number four. White commercials. White commercials. Hmm. Why have white people disappeared from commercials? Did you notice that, friends? Did you know that? Huh? It, it appeared. I don't have to. We can put it in the chat. I'm not, I'm not going to read down through this, but scroll a little bit down, Jonathan, a little bit more down there. Because it, oh, here you go. Here you go. Look, in the United States today, right there, the white population, not including Hispanics, is 58%. In real life, Caucasians are still the majority. But now on TV and on the internet, they're swept under the rug like trash. Blacks comprise. of the U.S. population, but appearing 50% of the commercials. They're trying to program us with something here, folks. And if you're getting uncomfortable because you think I'm racist, that shows how freaking programmed you are. Boom. Moreover, if a white person appears in a commercial, he is usually old, sick, or a freak. At the very least, an appendage to a black partner. If there's a doctor on the screen, he's usually black. While the paint is usually patient's usually white. Caucasian young men appear in only four percent of the commercials. Did you know that, friends? And I want you to notice this how often you see mixed couples. I'm not against mixed couples. I'm not against it. But you they, they're trying to program you to something, friends. Huh? Okay, hang on. So I thought, man. Okay, coach, this is really good stuff. And I know it is. I know it is. I want to show you yeah. one more thing. That blew me away. Quit, quit believing the programming, friends. Quit believing it. We've got to push back and stand up against it. Play how? Uh, no, no. Play black Christians. Are you ready? Stop a minute. Don't put it up there yet. So I was sitting upstairs getting ready to do the show today. And I said uh, huh, to myself, hey, self, what percentage of black people are Christians? Because we're certainly divided on Friday, on Sunday morning. Blacks go to their churches and whites go to their churches. And maybe a few blacks go to what? But for the most part, the most segregated time in all of, all of America is Sunday morning. In fact, we call them black churches. Yeah, you with me? With me? Like, oh, he goes to a black church, right? Whatever the heck that means. So I said, Lord, help me out here. What if all what if black Christians and white Christians got on the same page? Because most blacks, sorry, most black Christians identify as black more than Christian. Boom, Vinny! Boom! Boom. They've programmed black Christians to identify by the color of their skin rather than by the content of their character. They are Christians who happen to have dark skin. They're not black Christians. You with me, friends? Well, this won't play on many. Then people let me say it. Okay, so I said, okay. I said, Lord, what percentage of blacks are Christians? You ready? You guys ready? 
Black people are the most religious people in America. What? Oh, yeah. Yeah. According to Pew Research Center, 79% of African Americans identify as Christians. (laughs) Opposed to 70% of whites. You're more likely to run into a Christian in the black community than you are in the white community. Did you guys know that? Did you know that? And we ask ourselves why everything we're fighting against is race-based. If all the Christians ever got together, we would overwhelm them. That would be 80%. You get, folks, are you picking this up? That, that would be, we are 75% of the American populace, Christians, across all ethnic lines. 70%, 77% of the Latinos. But we want them to be known as gang bangers and all that kind of stuff. And the truth of the matter is, even though there are drugs creeping across the border and all that stuff, many of those are Christian people fleeing uh, for freedom. Many of them are. It's all about division. All about division. Pew found out that more that more African Americans believe in God, 83% than whites. Uh, let me knock on that thing. You hear me? Huh? More blacks believe in God, 83% than whiteies. More blacks say religion is very important to them, 75%. Versus 49% of whitey. Unbelievable, isn't it? Huh? And so they constantly continue to try to divide us. If they knew that all of God's people were to come together, God's people would rule the world. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. 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 Divide and conquer. Amen. Divide and conquer. Divide and conquer. I got more stats. I'm going to shut up for a minute. Come on in, Trump. Take a look in chat, Coach. Canada is looking at the rights of the vaccinated compared to humans. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so there's two races. The vaccinated and the unvaccinated, huh? There's two races, so the divide will come whenever the vaccinated will need a mark, a man-made mark. Whenever the locusts come out of the pit, they'll go after the men without the mark of God. That's everyone who's got the mark of Satan, Coach. We will demand, we will demand the vaccine. Y'all heard me say this back when I said I won't wear a mask in the beginning. They will divide the vaccinated from the from the unvaccinated. It'll be the unvaccinated in charge that'll demand a mark on the vaccinated. Mm. They're, they're property of the of not only the state of the corporations, coach. They're mm. property. That's why they don't have rights. And there's questions about their rights in Canada now. What's the insurance going to do? They can't treat them like humans. Not now. Oh, no. Uh, oh, man. The, Mark, the whole you... system's upside down, Coach. It's the all mark... upside down. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, the originations of the mark of the beast are now here in us, in some of us. Mm. Potentially. Potentially. Jesus folks, is true. Folks, I'm not. What Mark, Trump, what Mark Trump is telling you, I don't know whether, whether it was Sherry Timpenny or I can't remember who it was who brought it up. But you will, when you take that mark, you take that vaccine, folks, are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? 
you officially are not human anymore. It has changed and- your DNA. You say, well, what's the big deal about that, Coach? I'm human. Yes, you are, except you are not officially a person anymore from civil rights points of view. Do you get it? The Constitution doesn't apply to non-humans. Duh. Oh, this Amen, thing is Coach. so wicked. Yeah. Hey, man, this is ugly news, but you, believe, you got to see truth and then discern it off of Jesus Christ. He will help you see truth. Amen. God is all truth. Man, oh, man, oh, man. I got more. Paul, come in. Thanks, Mark. All the systems have to come down. Me and uh, Dr. Kerry understand. She's not a doctor. I am not a doctor. We still can heal people. Okay? Amen. The other part of that, if you're in a system, the bar system, you're going to fail, guys. You're going to fail. So I'm just telling you right now, all the systems have to come down. Amen. Stay in discernment. Well, having said that, just I'm just telling you, those who've not been beat up by the system, you got to ask yourself why they're not beat up by the system. Why are they still in the system? Amen. Amen. But also, listen, friends, listen, are you looking at me? We've got to give grace to our brothers and sisters. We are not all at the same place. In this revealing. And we've got, I'm talking to me now. I have to stop trying to bully people into seeing it my way. Unless the Lord helps them see it my way, they ain't going to see it my way. And I've already seen enough division at Coach Dave Live over people who want me to talk about this and not talk about this and talk about this and not talk about this. And I'm sitting here and I'm saying, do you folks realize not everybody gets it? Not everybody gets it. And we have to bring people along. And it doesn't make them a bad Christian because they don't get it. They've been mistaught. They don't get it. And we don't, well, we show some of the least amount of grace to people who are on our team. I never, I never Amen. seen that. Boom. Never seen anything like it. I can't tell you. I listened to Shen, uh, Ten Penny and my head's spinning. I When Carrie Ma Day got up there and she showed where the mark of God is in our DNA, put it up on the screen. There it is. I thought, oh my God, I didn't know that. How much stuff when people you are dealing with, the Bible says my people are destroyed because they don't know. We want people to act. Are you listening to me? We want people to act on what we know. That ain't the way it works. Randy, come on in. Coach, that's, this is a great point that needs to be made, and I appreciate you going there because uh, it's easy to get in that uh, mentality where we think we know it all and then we get elite, elite apart from the other people. But this is my point. Jesus said to Nicodemus, unless you're born of water and the spirit, you can't even see the kingdom of God. So there's coach. I, I know there's a, there's a point in this DNA thing where, where it's going to, you're not going to be human. I understand that. I'm not sure we're there yet, but if you can't, if you're not born of water, which is out of a womb, out of a woman, 
then then okay maybe not but it, until then coach and as long as you're born of a human being i still think you can see the kingdom so i don't think if if that unless i'm in, misinterpreting that scripture so that's where we have to use that scripture to let be the authority coach not our opinion so let's Amen. make sure Amen. we stay in scriptural stuff randy i don't know how many times I have to say to others, I didn't know that. I'm sorry I was wrong. I didn't know that. And not be told I'm stupid because I didn't know it. I am stupid because I didn't know it. But there's reasons why I didn't know it. Reggie. Thank you, Coach. We had a discussion at lunch. And... I think it was honestly the first thing that came out of my mouth during that discussion with some people we sat with. Um, And I said, I don't know how they're going to acquire it. That's not up to me. Because we were talking about the frustrations that some of us had around the table, trying to help other brothers and sisters in Christ understand at the higher level, the deeper level, and they don't. And I said, the first words pretty much out of my mouth were, I've come to understand that it's a particular grace that's afforded to certain people. I don't think it's going to come to everybody, and that frightens me. But I said all we can do is keep saying what we know and praying for the grace for these who refuse to know. That, that it's, that's all it's come down to. That's, at least that's my assessment. I'm, 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 look, folks, knowledge isn't any good if I, if I don't have it. I mean, you can yell at me, you can criticize me, you can call me names. What can I do about the knowledge I don't have? That's what grace is about, right? Someday you'll get it. No, someday you'll get it. And in this queue right now, there are some people who say, oh, now I get it. You want to you get your ear burnt? Spend some time with George McCloy. Because George McCloy, which I did this weekend, We'll spend the whole time telling you how he didn't know. He didn't know, and I didn't know, and I didn't know, and I didn't know, and I didn't know. And I wonder if anybody how long the way has been trying to wake up George, and he didn't get it. But suddenly all the way, all, uh, some pill hit him, and whoa, now I get it. Now I get it. Now I get it. I want to go tell everybody. I've got to go tell everybody. No, see, because look, the Bible says that if they don't have the spirit, they cannot understand. They cannot so when you look around and you see people that you think are out of line here, out of line there, understand they're not where you are. They don't know what you know. Don't get mad because they're dumb. Don't get mad because they're misinformed. Inform them. Amen. I don't get mad at my grandchildren if they get down and try to eat the dog dog food. They're running around it down at the end. I don't get mad at them. I coach them out of it. Don't eat that. Gigi's got some really good stuff up here. And we're all at different places. Give each other some slack. Man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. How much time I got? Oh, I got extra minutes today, don't I? Pull this one up for me, Spencer. Pull up, not Spencer, Jonathan, whoever the heck you are in there. Pull up uh, Dan Bongino. Because I want you to know others are starting to hit on it. All right? Hit on what? This divide and conquer through racism. You see it there, John? It's number five. Number five. 
Huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Others are starting to wake up. See, most people don't have the courage. to do. See, most of us are afraid of being called a name, being called racist, being called a Nazi. We're afraid. I ain't afraid of it, dude. I ain't afraid of it. I'm not any of that stuff. Go ahead and play this. Bongino. Is not going to end well. Pedro Gonzalez, who is a uh, commentator, was on Tucker Carlson's show last night. He was talking about a book that's out there called The Last White Man. The book, he calls it liberal porn. It's apparently about like eradicating the white man in some race war. Folks, this is happening in our country right now as the FBI is like instigating a civil war with MAGA people. By the what way, the by civil the, hang war on a second. Open- hang on that. Huh. How many black people have been arrested by the FBI? Go ahead. Being written about right now by the CRT left. Listen to this. This is really disturbing. Here's Pedro Gonzalez on this book. Check this out. It's a new phenomenon that goes just beyond books, but I think it's important to actually do an overview of The Last White Man. Basically, the characters suffer through these apocalyptic changes as violence escalates as whites disappear. Pale-skinned militants in woodland camos stalk the streets, attacking people with impunity from the cops. But a calm settles upon the world once whites disappear from its face forever. A book like this, which is somewhere between racial exterminationist literature with a kind of wistful touch and liberal pornography, could only be written about one group, and that privilege is reserved for whites. There's a whole industry for this stuff, Tucker. And there are no shortage of eager consumers who who eat this stuff up because they believe truly that there's no limit to the amount of demeaning that we can inflict on whites. And again, it goes beyond bad books like The Last White Bit. And I'll give you a different but related example of this phenomenon. The Minneapolis Public Schools and Local Teachers Union have recently instituted a new policy in which when it comes to downsizing and layoffs, The rule is white teachers must be laid off before any teacher of color. In other words, they've codified racial discrimination against whites in real life, not in fiction. You hear that Minnesota story? Teachers union contract demanding white teachers are fired first. You know, it's really stunning to have seen the civil rights movement. All of the people involved wasn't just Martin Luther King. It was a lot of people. You know, we've done a poor job explaining our, our history alone. It wasn't just Martin Luther King. It was a lot of folks, a lot of people, a lot of good American citizens. You know, the, 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 uh, the bus boycotts. I mean, there's a deep history there, fighting for freedom and liberty for all. Thank God there was. But to watch this all get flushed down the toilet as insane lust for violence liberals start openly calling for racism and bigotry. Where's the FBI on that? Geese watching hey man, that where's the FBI imagine? on that one? Where's the FBI on that one? Only white guys can be racist, right? Only white guys can be racist. Boom. Folks, look, look. I've sung, I've sung this song for a long time here, and I'm going to have to tell you, you're going to have to quit being ashamed to be white. See, that even, that even felt uncomfortable to hear that, didn't it? Because the culture and society is trying to make you be ashamed of your skin color. Why? Because you guys, your ancestors, 
whoa, they just oppressed every minority. They did this to the Indians, and they did this to the blacks, and they did this to the Japanese. And those white guys, all they do is oppress others. The white guys are the ones who took the gospel of the kingdom of God to the world to the point where there are more white, there are more black people today who believe in the gospel of the kingdom of God than there are white people. And they don't want to point that out to you. And every time they yell black and white, you cower in fear and I ain't going to do it anymore. So anybody with me out there? I ain't going to do it anymore. I ain't going to do it anymore. And I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm watching while we're at this event this weekend. I look around. There aren't any black faces in there. No black faces in there. Why? Well, they're probably Democrats. That's, by the way, that's the religion of black America. Democratism. Not Christianity. Blackism. Democratism. That's their religion. And it gets right down to it. Why would I hate a why would I hate a black man? Hell, I don't why, why would I hate a black man? I hate hey, I just like more white guys than black guys. I can promise you that. I, you want me to write a list of white guys I don't like? I can I can do that. And it ain't because of the color of their skin, it's because of the content of their character. Emma, come on in. Coach, I can't help what I am. I was born this way. You know, and I don't mean I I'm a Christian, but what I mean is I'm a woman. I now have gray hair, more gray hair than dark hair. Um, but I, I can't help it. I, you know, I can't change it. I mean, I could change my hair color and I could pretend to be, I don't know, Native American. I am a Native American. I was born on this soil. You're guilty because you're white. You're guilty. They call it white guilt. Emma, you're guilty. No, I, I'm not guilty. I was born this way. <laughs> That's the attitude we gotta have. So we gotta have it. Paul, wrap it up Amen. here, fools. Um, I met McCloy this weekend. I judged McCloy unjustly. And until I saw him in person, he humbled me. I love that guy. He's just he's just wonderful. But I just want to tell you, I have to be careful of my own demons too. I walked in, I saw this man. And he he taught me a lesson about myself, right? That I I met a lot of people there that inspired me to come back. But, you know, being in their presence, as Carrie says, you feel it. You feel them there. There were certain people there, at there, that they were empty voids. Amen. Amen. Hey, folks, body Christ is winning. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're winning, baby. We're winning, baby. It's time we started to be proud of what we ought to be proud of and stop being ashamed of what we shouldn't be ashamed of. All right? Huh? That's, that's where we are. We're not going to let them do it to us anymore. Got to run. God bless you. Hey, go to the light.